Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Doctor Who, season 11, I had to think about that, <laughs> what season are we on? <laughs> Episode 1, it's called The Woman Who Fell to Earth, so this is, that's a reference to an old movie title actually, uh, for The Man Who Fell to Earth, but yes, so new season of Doctor Who, new showrunner, new doctor, new everything. Fresh start, yeah, new fresh. composer. New aspect ratio. Most important yeah. thing about the whole the whole shebang. I was I was wondering how long it'd take you to mention that. Not even a minute. Thirty seconds. No. Remember, whatever it was. Yeah, thirty to forty seconds tops. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So it's a lot of a lot of fresh new things, new sidekicks, new companions, multiple. In fact, it's a whole little squad of them this time, as opposed to just the just the one. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, just full spoilers. I was I was con- I was considering should we do a spoiler free section in this, but I, I don't think anyone anyone who's interested in Doctor Who's diving right in. They're not they're not waiting for opinions before they they try it. So full oh, spoilers for the episode, uh, as as always. So. Well, did you like the new Doctor? Did you like Jodie Whittaker as a Doctor? Did you like the episode? Uh, yes to all of the above. Yes to all of the above. That's po- that's positive. That's good. Yes. Yes. No, uh, very much. No, no, I thought she was good. I, I thought Jodie Whittaker had had the energy she needs to be a doctor. Um, I I didn't love the episode completely. Like I, I thought there was some fun elements to it. I thought the main villain was kind of goofy. Well, then you're in the wrong show. Well, no, let me clarify this. He's goofy when I don't think he's supposed to be as goofy as he is. And what I mean by this is that at one point he takes off his mask. He looks kind of goofy anyway, but he takes off his mask. And everyone's shock and horror because he's got teeth sticking out of his face. And I just kind of felt like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought it was pretty effective. And I don't know why I don't know why he thought it looked goofy beforehand. I don't, I don't agree with that. Too clunky. It was moving too clunky. It felt like a, a clunky TV suit to me. I don't know. What do you want from me? Yeah, I think I think you're gonna just have to get over that because it's Doctor Who. I'm just saying it should aspire to do better. Why? Why can't Doctor I Who aspire? I thought this was better. This is this this looked alright. <laughs> I'm just saying, slim- especially especially the suit itself. Uh, I thought it was a pretty pretty alright design. because ah, so, before this, you've got you got the other thing, which is just the the the, the ball of cables and things the tentacles yeah cables i I really like that uh in the dark you know when when you first Mm. see it on the train it's just coming down the the coming down the hallway at them yeah it's a force of nature yeah i thought that was pretty effective it's all these like tentacles kind of slapping everywhere yeah see i think that that was more interesting to me than the the the, the, just the generic alien dude who turned turned out to be kind of doing the plot of predator in a way where yeah, they come to Earth to hunt someone. I mean, they hunt someone specific, so it's a little bit different to Predator. But still, it's a hunting ground. They, they they pick a target, they come and they hunt someone, and they're hunting this 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 poor chap who is listening to self help audio books while he's at work, uh, driving <laughs> yeah. trains. Uh, do you drive while, a crane? While afraid of heights. You 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 man a crane. I don't know if you drive a crane specifically. I mean, you are technically moving it, but that's a question. So does the word drive apply to a crane? I don't know if it does. But... No, cr- crane operator. Crane operator. I suppose, um, well, it's a big crane like that, sure. I suppose if you're in something, it's, it's more mobile. Like a... Yeah, one of like a, like a two or three story one that you can actually move around. You can, yeah, it's actually got like you know, tracks and treads and you can, you can move yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe then you're driving a crane. But you yeah, can, maybe. 
I mean, I don't suppose there's a market for this because what would you'd be kind of a useless employee. But I suppose in theory you could be you could drive that crane without knowing how to operate it. But then most of, just learn to do both, <laughs> just have the person operating to drive it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, Imagine driving it there and go, it's all yours, mate. <laughs> yeah, union. You, I'm not allowed to operate it. You, I'm the driver. You operate it. Right. I'm going to go. You take care of it. Um, but yeah. So. So yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I had, I had fun for the most part. Um, I, I like her as the doctor. I like Whitaker as the doctor. Um, the companions so far, I think they have good chemistry. I think the weakest link right now is Ryan. That's fair. Um, he's just a bit blander than the others. Whereas Graham, who's the older guy, of course, who, who's has step grandfather. But you don't really think of step grandfathers as much, but yeah. So he's a step grandfather, and you get their relationship, and you get Yaz, who's like an old school friend who happens to be a cop now, and it's like okay, so this is our setup. And I do kind of like it by the end of the episode. They're, they're, they they like the doctor. They've kind of like, okay, right? She tried to help, and it's kind of dark that someone died on her first mission. It's like you know, you necessarily blame them for like being you know what? I don't want to go along with you because someone already died because you were around doing things. Yeah, I was kind of, that was something I'll be honest. I was kind of waiting for throughout the episode. Yeah, because obviously in in all the promo stuff, there's not been a ton of promo material, but I was familiar enough with these three companions and knowing okay, there's three companions. I'd seen nothing about this other woman, so I'm like, is she just staying behind or is she dying? Because yeah, I was thinking about that early on because I I didn't really know about the old two, but I knew about Graham, and I was like. This feels weird that he's going to choose to leave his wife, who we see all episode. He's very loving with, you know, he's he's happily mm. married now, and he's his later years. He's they're, they're, they're a very happy couple. I'm like, why would he choose to leave and go on an adventure with a doctor? It doesn't feel like it that fits with his character, unless of course she's not here anymore. <laughs> so it's kind of predictable and, in that sense. Although I think that the death itself is almost felt random the way it happened. Yeah, no, I get that. It was just all of a sudden, like I, I actually. Just did like a bit of a head tilt when she started like giving her final, you know, uh, cheesy TV death words, which she's like, "Don't, don't, you know, move on without me. Don't, don't be sad." And she's lying there. I'm like, "Wait, does she know she's dying? <laughs> what?" That escalated yeah. quickly, like very quickly. I mean, she did get electrocuted. No, she did, but it was very, it was very sudden. I don't know. Was it all of a sudden? She's just, she's just, she's dying. I was like, okay, um, which it's not to say that you can't have a sudden death and and, and make it work, um. But there was nothing visually outside outside of the electrician itself when she's lying there, other than just sort of pretending to you know uh, or acting I should say to like sort of drift off as she's talking. There was nothing to really visually indicate there was any real injury. Uh, Do you know what I think the problem is? Yeah, electrocution is inherently more sudden. Sure. Because this is this you know you say oh it's sudden in the sense that oh it just kind of happens, but. There's the electrocution, and then there's a good like minute of her lying there. Yeah, and that's the bit that feels weird, I suppose. Yeah, like I think the fact that she was awake at all—if if he'd walked up there and she was fried, like she looked like a fried chicken or something like that—then I'd be like, yeah. "Okay, fine, you've got me. You got the shock, quick death, right? Fine, and you get the horror of it." But instead, we get the final words of, "Oh, go on without me, my love." Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. It feels weird that she 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 she's aware that she's about to die, after after that. Yeah, no, 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 that's fair. The scene played weird for me, um, so it, I don't know. It so so yeah, there was a couple of clunky moments like that. I thought um, that I, I I did think the villain was a bit goofy. 
um, and not as effective as everyone. I, I, and it's not just you. Everyone else I see on Twitter, everyone else is like praising this villain. They think he's a great villain. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe... I, mean, I, uh, I get why when you take off the mask, I get what they were going for. Mm. I'll, I'll be honest. I was slightly underwhelmed, but not because of anything the show did, but because when when she's like, "What did you do with the teeth?" and he starts taking off the helmet, I was like, "Oh, please give me like a teeth child thing from Channel Zero. Please just like be adding to himself like that." And then it's it's like okay, this teeth sticking out of him. But I, I don't I don't think it looked bad at all. I think that's almost what made it worse though is that I've seen the tooth child from Channel Zero. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I think that, that is it. Is like I was I was going. Oh, they're doing something like that, and it's, then and then they weren't. They weren't trying to do that. Yeah, but that that was inherently just a lot more creepy. Um, do, do you know what I think? Is? I, I think the way they shot him more than anything else is what made him lose any of his. Because I, I get I get no intimidation from him. There was like no like the whole time he felt like just a, a cheesy TV villain of the episode, as opposed to someone that I'm actually terrified. Not terrified. I don't get terrified of villains in TV shows, but it was someone with actual presence, with menace who. You know, because like I, I couldn't help but feel like towards the end when he's climbing up the crane and he's like this imposing predator, like walks stalking his prey and walking towards him. Um, instead of actually getting this feeling of is this this force of nature? Because that that was the thing that the ball of cables had that presence on the train. It had this force I, of nature keeps coming kind of vibe to it. No, there were, there were definitely points where I felt the the force of nature. You know, like um the bit where the the drunk guy starts throwing his kebab salad at him. Oh yeah, and, that, you know, that, he, that he wonderful kills him, and the way scene. He, yeah. No, no, but the way he crouches over it and then walks off, just uncare. It felt very Terminator esque in in the way it was shot to me. <laughs> I think the actor of the drunk guy kind of ruined that scene for me, though. That that's fair. He he yeah. was not not the best. I, I mean, I, I was having a bit of a time just getting used to the the, the Sheffield accents for the most part, but that <laughs> that guy was was actually bad on top of having the accent. So it was just yeah. See. Having spent a few years living in in Yorkshire, not not far from Sheffield, they were very just normal to me. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's a couple of lines here or there. It was Ryan especially who had a very thick accent. I think that's why he's the kind of the the weakest character for me. Okay. Up until this point, there was a couple. I I didn't think his was that strong. It was when he said things like um, when he realised he's the one that kind of like gave the okay for the, the alien to come down because he pressed the buttons yeah. in the light and he shouts out something like oh your access has been revoked by me but i, I can't do the yeah. accent but it was the way he said yeah. that he had this heavy twang this 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 twang on his accent as he said it and it just decided it just it's something hilarious to me about that accent being shouted at an alien it's just extra bizarre to me. do you know what i think is is, is interesting obviously you can j- pick out that it's a pretty different accent Mm-hmm. you're familiar enough with it i wonder how the america if if the americans even notice because i know to, to a lot of americans my accent and yours sound the same which is laughable yeah yeah to us that's crazy i, I sound but, devilishly handsome and 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 i i have authority in my voice and you sound like a dweeb <laughs> i'm done Continue. <laughs> I was referring strictly to accents, but fine, you had to go personal. <laughs> accents are part of but, that. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, but, yeah, I, I wonder if um, if if any Americans had a weird moment with the accents. It, I want to make it clear: it's, it's not because it's like a, a weird British accent. I think 
there's the assumption here could be made that oh I'm just not used to like you know sci-fi stories being set in this this part of the the, the world, but it'd be the same in like if if it was like a set in the U.S. and it was like a a thick Louisiana accent. I think I would find that equally ridiculous having the, the thick Louisiana accent shouted at an alien. You know, it's just there's just certain really strong accents that they just they feel. I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what? I'll tell you why I'm thick, so. I guess. I tell you why I feel I'm so used to this, and mm-hmm. it's not the same accent, but it's the same rules. It's, it's a, a maybe a stupider sounding accent, shall we say? Yes. It's 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 not neutral, is the point. And but Torchwood was very very Welsh. Oh sure, yeah. That's um, true. That took some getting used to, I admit. But I watched Torchwood. Right, yeah. but because I'm so used to Torchwood in the Doctor Who universe. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 you know these soft Yorkshire accents didn't really feel that that weird to me. Because you know, when you watch Agents of Shield, you know Simmons is hiding that Yorkshire accent. She's putting on a bit more of a, she is, a neutral. She's from Sheffield. Neutral, neutral voice. Yes, she says yeah. doesn't sound. And no offense to anyone from Sheffield, but she doesn't sound ridiculous when she's talking about aliens. Yeah. If, if anyone <laughs> wants to know, like you know, like a thick Sheffield accent for comparison, Sean Bean is what is a thick Sheffield accent. So comparatively. In Doctor Who, these here are pretty soft. Mm. Um, they're not. They're not that bad. Yeah, I don't know. It was just sticking out to us. But that that, that day with the, the guy with the kebab was just. Uh, he he was yeah. rough. He, even the way he was stumbling around looked fake to me. Like he just you not even <laughs> pretending to be drunk properly. No, no. But I did. I did find it wonderfully, charmingly British to have just a drunk guy with a kebab. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. The, the, the scene played more like cheap comedy to me than anything else, which is no, no. I get that. It was yeah. it was after he was dead that that I got all of the the stuff from the villain. Like that, that it yeah. felt okay. He, he had a presence in the rest of the scene. Yeah, it is. It's not like I'm not saying that I can't enjoy a cheesy villain. I I can, but I I think he was supposed to be a bit more menacing than I was finding him, and that, that's where the the disconnect yeah. was happening. I, I do think this is you because I I don't get this at all. Nah, he was a bit lame. I'm not, I wasn't feeling him. Um, but the 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 actual the ball of wire stuff that that, that was a bit more interesting. But that looked good for the most part. I thought. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like the characters for the most part. I mean, I'm sure they're going to tease a romance between Yaz and Yaz and Ryan at some point. It seems like the uh, obvious thing. Almost to do. inevitably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just fine. Yeah, they have decent enough chemistry. Um, this yeah. she's set up quite well as to where she's like this this go getter who's like sick of doing parking tickets and things like that, and she mm. wants to she wants to do more interesting things, and and her commander kind of puts her on a joke. So oh yeah, well this guy called about this weird object, and it leads to you know Ryan and the doctor and everything else. Um, I did think it was strange. See, see when the doctor like arrives in the train because she's not, we don't see her for like a good fifteen minutes or something like that, ten fifteen minutes of the yeah. episode. And then she falls in the in the train, and it's you know presumably right from when she's falling fallen from the TARDIS at the end of the last yes. Christmas special. And afterwards, when it's calmed down a little bit, she starts at you know the Doctor starts asking questions, and she actually asks, "Who's still in a pollution uniform at this point?" Uh, her name, and she says, "Um, you know whatever whatever her rank is, PC, PC, yeah. uh, whatever her last name is. I can't remember her last name is, but uh, and she's like, no, I ask your name, not your and." Yaz hits back with like her full name, like all three names, and I'm like, what police officer would just answer that question and give their full name like that? <laughs> it just felt weird I to me. I, I, no, I don't know. I, I don't think that's that weird. 
That's a little weird. I don't think so. I feel like her response was, no, I'm the police officer here. I'll ask the damn questions. Yes, but she's clearly flabbergasted by the situation at hand. Sure, but I don't know. It just That played a bit weird to me. Um, was, was, was that... Um, I mean, Graham's constant let's not run towards the alien stuff was was played well for me. That was funny. I think uh, I think Graham's the most easily likable uh, from the get off because he's got just you know, the, the the grumpy old man thing going on. Yeah. No, I think he's. I think Yaz is good. I think Ryan's a little bit weak right now, but he could develop. Because um, I, I I thought the the YouTube opening ending, which by the way I was laughing a little bit. Not that I should have been laughing as he was talking about his dear nan and her passing away and how great she was, but mm. I, I did laugh at. Uh, so just this is a really subtle, unrealistic thing, and I'm not really criticizing the show for this, but is as we're on YouTube and we you know we we, we pay a lot of attention to YouTube numbers. I, know, I think I know where you go with this. He had 19 views, but he had 11 likes and two dislikes. What? <laughs> no, no, that's not even the unbelievable part. It's this obviously is all on me. A video just titled "Hey." Oh sure, yeah, that's that's. Who's something. clicking on a video that says "Hey"? Well, that's fair, but now, like, typically, you you have to get a lot more views than that before you start getting likes and dislikes. Like, if if you get nineteen, 19- no, see, I get the I get the likes in this instance because it's friends and family who are watching this. They're the only people going to see this, and they're it's. Well, it's, who are the dislikes then? Who, who no, exactly, <laughs> that's what I'm getting to. I'm saying the likes makes it. It's people go. It's it's like liking a thing on Facebook. I think is the equivalent here. Okay. The people who are disliking it kind of dicks, or or more more likely, they're two random people who stumbled onto it and like, what the hell is this? I just the typical ratio would be you'd have like five to ten times the number of likes and views, yeah. or something even more than that. Even yeah, you'll see something that has twenty thousand views but only has a few hundred likes. That's just the normal kind of ratio you're looking at. So the fact that he had a, a combined total of 13 like clicks on either like or dislike out of 19 yeah. views was just a little bit much. Like I said, I think it's a friends and family mm. thing showing support for, okay. you know, hey, your nan's dead. All Give right. me a like. Alright, alright. Okay. Yeah. I'll go with it. I'll go with it. Uh, it crossed my mind too as well. I noticed it though, is the point I'm making. I noticed it. It went, yeah. hmm, <laughs> these numbers seem a bit yeah. bloated. Um, but yeah, uh, it was actual YouTube though. They had all the actual YouTube logo and stuff, so they they wanted it to feel authentic. Uh, so so fair play. Yeah. Which you know we we spoke a lot about you know how you're, you're taking some time getting used to the accents, mm. and I think that that it's an interesting shift. Not the accents, but the location moving away from London, mm-hmm. because uh, you know Doctor Who for the past decade has been going, hey, London, that's it. You know like. Torchwood, like I said, is a, a, a dealt in Wales. And, you know, we've had the odd thing outside of London, but mostly it's been there. So to go to, you know, Sheffield, you know, as I go, hey, Sheffield don't get aliens, as as you're, you're opening to the season is a bit of a statement, being like, hey, no, 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 we're, it, it's, it's a bit different. And I think all the characters react. Uh, it, it's They're a bit more grounded in the dialogue. Obviously, the Doctor's still very over-the-top and comic booky. But there's a lot less of everyone else being like that as well. Yeah. Well, the Doctor's the best part about it. I mean, I think, obviously, we've kind of been talking about everyone else. But she she has the energy. She has a couple of funny lines here or there uh, about how she does things. Um, she has, like, a whole montage where she builds a new sonic screwdriver. She has no TARDIS yet. The TARDIS is still lost. She builds a device to try and transport to the TARDIS. It ends up... This is the thing I was mentioning. The, no one decides to go with her. She accidentally takes all three of them when she almost kills them because at the, the end of the episode is them floating in space all dying yeah 
so you know it's just as you do uh, but the the, the montage with the tur- I mean I thought it was a cool montage and it was it was a fun sequence what one little editing that pick I've got though is that there's like the big shot at the start where she puts on the welding mask and she, sh- she shuts it it cuts immediately yeah. to a shot with her not wearing the mask at all and I thought that was a really weird editing choice it is because it's it's up and down throughout the montage anyway which is fine but you don't cut straight to just being completely open after the after that- the first shot of it going down no, I agree. That probably should have been like somewhere in like two or three shots in. Yeah, because it was so because there was a lot of random things going on in that montage with blowtorches and all sorts, and you know. Yeah, it was a fun enough montage. Her going, oh, spoons, getting yeah. the, the Sheffield steel. Yeah, there you go. Um, so you know, um, and it's got a bit more of an alien-looking design this time. It's got a bit more. I, I like that. Yeah, you, know, you know how like um, a lot of the the doctors have their kind of personality trait, their thing. Mm. Her so far seems to be the, the inventor, right? Like sure, she's yeah. kind of like, yeah, it, it, that, like she's like, oh, I can build it probably, and yeah, well, she kind of just puts it together out of these scraps in a warehouse. And it's the same with the the device she's tricked up at the end to get to the TARDIS. It's kind of like, like all these bits kind of put together, all this circuitry and wires. And it's um, I'm kind of down for that. And I think it's nice because obviously uh, Ryan wanted to be a mechanic. I think was what he was saying he was training to do. Yeah. So obviously he's gonna learn some uh, alien mechanics now, which, you know, that might help. Oh yeah, no, a mechanic and the police officer should be very useful. A bus driver, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where he fits in. Look, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I, I'm I'm with him. Bus drivers, no shit. Bus drivers and taxi drivers, they're the two that that know, know what's going on. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, after that, I think the death itself, you know, of, of, of Grace felt a bit flat for me. Um, I like everything that comes from it, though. Like, the actual moment, I thought, you know, was a bit weak. I, I thought the moment and the uh, the YouTube and the, the bike stuff uh, didn't really land for me. The the bike thing felt like such an obvious, just kind of device. Although, I'll give them credit for not having the moment at the end where he, he takes off, being able to ride it, you know, just magically. Yeah, yeah, he's just still just failing over and over. Yeah, but... Although in the back of my head, I'm going, okay, so that means at the end of the season, we're going to have the moment, or or better yet, even, in one of the plots throughout the season, he's going to have to ride a bike to save the world or something yeah, like probably. that. Uh, and yeah. he's, he's going to do it. He's going to pull it off. Um, and that's fine. And I might roll my eyes a bit at that. but No, I've got no problem with that. It's just it's such because... an obvious device. That's, that's all I'm saying. No, no it is. But I'd, I'd have had a problem if I was a little concerned where you know the, it, it does the build-up, you know, that first shot where he's like, no, I'm going up there with the bike. And and I'm like, oh god, are they just gonna have him do it first time? And I was I was worried about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then they don't, and you know he's just he's just failing, and I appreciated that. I think what, as long as it's treated as a big deal when it happens at some point in the rest of the season, I'm all right with this. Okay, okay. Um, I think you're a lot more forgiving of some of the cheesier elements of Doctor Who, whereas I, I think... W- Doctor w- Who has always been inherently cheesy. And that's fine, I'm just saying, I, I like w- when it when it nails things, I think it can be better than that, though. And I, I think with this new showrunner, with the new writer, with the new Doctor, I feel like it's aiming, and the new aspect ratio, it's going for a slightly darker, more mysterious tone. I mean, it's, it's still, uh, sure, the Doctor at the centre is still hilarious and still, you know, wisecracking and talking fast and, you know, doing... Well, quirky things. I, I but... think you know. You say, "Oh, it can be better than that." I think it's just undermining the the spirit of the shit. Like it is supposed to be a bit cheesy. That's that's not going. Oh, it can be better than that. It's 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 good being cheesy. That's part of why people like it. 
<laughs> well, how am I supposed to argue with that though? Is it... No, no, no. But uh, no, but it, it, it is that's part of what the show is. It's supposed to be like it's not going. Oh yeah, we, we, the, being better than that is doing the cheesy right. It's not getting rid of it. Oh sure, no, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I'm not. I'm not arguing that. I'm saying there's better cheese than what's on offer. Because the the cheese with the villain in this episode, I felt was was actively going against what I think the villain was supposed to be making us feel, and the presence uh, see, that he was supposed uh, the, to have. Like, I'll give you things like the the death being a bit sudden, uh, and and the the cheesy death scene like that. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. The 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 awful acting drunk. I'll give you that. But I, I don't agree that the villain itself was cheesy. I, d- I don't think this. I thought it was I thought cheesy. it was reasonably effective. I, I, and I think part of the reason that finding him cheesy it com- comes from... Like, if I had never seen anything like this before, yeah, maybe it would have worked for me better. But I've, I've seen many a villain like this in many a show and many of a movie. Um... You know, it, you know, he's the type of villain you'd get in a, a weaker episode of the hit television show, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You know, one, one of those, you know, th- throwaway villains of the week kind of things that you have. Oh, I mean, that's always the case with the first episode back, because it's never about the villain, really. It's just, okay, here's the new Doctor, mm. right? And, and you always have that, you know, okay, a bit scrambled, figuring out who they are. That's always the the focus of these first episodes back uh, with with a new Doctor, and this is no different. It, it's kind of very true to form as to what a Doctor's first episode is. Um, so it's it's maybe a slightly weaker villain than like you know like some of the you know really good villains that the shows had. Mm-hmm. But I I think you you're un, under undermining it by saying it's just cheesy, and you know, I I think that's unfair on this one. I think this villain is cheesy, but it's not like I don't think the Daleks are cheesy, and I, I don't complain about them being cheesy because they're the type of cheesy that I expect from Doctor Who, and that's the cheesy for me that works, mm. right? Um, or even the Cybermen are, are are very cheesy, but there's like a darker side to them about what they're doing and how they're taking lives away and and just you know assimilating and the rest of it. Um, that's not the, this villain in his plot, like the way it looked. Just do you know what it is? The teeth thing felt like it was just trying too hard. And not pulling off what it was trying to do. So it just felt try hard, I guess, is what I'm saying. Fair enough. But you said you thought, you, you thought the, the suit itself was kind of cheesy. Oh, I did. I thought, I thought it was really clunky. When he was walking, up, walking about in it, it felt like a cheap like TV costume, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah, see, I, I don't feel that at all. I don't know how. He looked uh, like just... a Power Rangers villain. No, he, he, he did not. <laughs> he pretty much did. No, he didn't. They pretty much did. I, 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 I don't think know. you have not watched Power Rangers in a long time. <laughs> I think you'd be surprised how recently I may have watched some Power Rangers. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I, I, I think you forgive certain things with Doctor Who because you have this like attached attachment to it, which is good for balancing the discussion because you've got this that you as a longer time fan. Which, by the way, Connor's on vacation next week, which means I'm reviewing next week's episode on my own. So brace yourselves for that. There'll be no defense force yeah, for next I, I week's hope episode. It's a strong episode. <laughs> that's it. it looked, to be fair, next week's episode looks to be leaning into the sci-fi quite a lot. Yes, actually, can I just say I thought I thought it was a little bit strange at the end, but there was like a coming up this season in Doctor Who. But all it really was was just a lot of headshots of all the actors that are all the guest stars that are coming. Yeah, I thought it was interesting because usually we always get a, you know a, a next episode tease in Doctor Who, and at the start of the season we always get the, the the this season one. Yeah, there's also usually opening titles, which was not on this episode either. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, I, I think very intentionally because we hadn't seen the Doctor yet, and they were like, "No, we're saving it." Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, I thought it was in funny. the same way that we're, we've not seen the TARDIS yet either, which is in, in, they've not shown us the interior of the TARDIS in any of the promo material either. So that'll actually be a big reveal. 
out of out of like fifteen names or whatever it was it went through at the end with all the all these like you know just like headshots of them as they turned around and the name came up don't tell me the only one you recognized was lee mac that was the only one i recognized i knew you were going i was like that is the only one i recognize is lee mac he's not even that big there's there's always a token comedian in the season uh-huh like um yeah yeah we've had uh frank skinner in there uh James Corden's done a few bits. Yeah, there's always one. Uh, but more notably, Anthony Shirthead was on an episode many a year ago. That was a great episode. That was See, that was the episode that brought back Sarah Jane Smith. I love that episode. Yeah, but he's Jails from the hit television show Buffer the Vampire Slayer, which is far more important. Yeah, he was also a giant bat creature. Well, that's fine. but Kind of in keeping. <laughs> <laughs> but Jails. Uh... We like to talk about music a lot, and all the Doctors of recent years have had main themes, and this Doctor does have a main theme, does have a, a very unique music style compared to the previous Doctor. A bit more ethereal, a bit mm. more majestic, want to say more strings? Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know if I'd say more strings, because the last stuff was okay, very string heavy. Sure, okay, but the last one was very the action strings as the horns were playing. Yes, this, the, uh, the string, Hollywood strings. The strings here were more actually the melody as opposed to the the strings in the last one, which yes. was, was more rhythmical for the, the 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 melody, which was coming from the brass. Yeah, no, I um I like it. Uh, going in, we'd we'd not heard any of this music. Uh, we'd not had a, a hint of what the the new composer was doing. It's very different mm-hmm. to to what we've had for the for the past decade. I'm feeling it so far. Um, the main theme, it's it's all right. Uh, I'm waiting to to see a few variations, see see how it's used. Hopefully, not overused like some of the previous themes. Mm. Um, no, I like it. I like the music. I like I like what I've heard so far. I like her. I like the characters for the most part. Uh, I, I, like I say, I think Ryan needs some growth before I can really get into him. He's a bit yeah, more of a we'll get that. blank slate. I'm sure. Uh, but I like the other two and. Yeah, so I mean, typically my problems with Doctor Who tend to boil down to some of the weaker plots and some of the weaker villains. Um, I thought this was a fairly solid episode. Like as much as I'm giving it critiques here or there, and I'm saying, and you're getting really defensive with me saying the villains kind of shitty. Because <laughs> um, it, it's, um, it's you know what, it's the one thing you've said that I outright just disagree with today. Yeah, but you can't really argue with it. If I think he's shitty, I think he's shitty. <laughs> I know, but it, I just it's the, I, I can't comprehend that one. Like yeah, you know, like. Like, you know, like you're going, oh, the deaths, you know, all the other little things that you can say. Yeah, sure, I get those. This one, I don't see it. <laughs> oh, no, I thought it was good. As soon as he started walking around, I was like, okay. All it's right. all right. The internet's got my back. We're, we're doing this type of villain, are we? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. It takes, takes me back to my, my youth. It reminds me of a villain from the 90s. I guess that's why I was bringing up Buffy so much with the, the cheap villains from the, the early seasons. You were bringing up Buffy so much just because you had an excuse to. And you yeah, but I also brought up Power Rangers, which I also thought was applicable. You also bring yeah, up the, the original... Well, I don't think the original Charmed had enemies like this. They, they, they tended to be more demony, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm anything like that. I'm just, no. I liked that. I thought the, um, the direction was really strong, actually. Um... Uh, there were like there were certain points where it was doing um you know when we follow you know the the guy who takes the pod mm-hmm. and we we just follow a, it's, this, it's this aerial shot and we we follow the white van there was a, there was a couple of, this is not a criticism but there was a couple of show off shots uh, early on when Ryan was with his grandparents he was sitting at the edge of a cliff and there was a shot like from the side of the I was like this 
they spent a lot of money and time on this shot just so they could have a good shot at the start of the episode to like hey look we can do yeah. cliff shots now and um, yeah, and stuff you like can't that. blame them for it though, because it, it it works. It looks good. Yeah. Oh, my question will be though: Are we going to get a few of those every episode, or did they just blow their wads on on the first just to cook us, just to like yeah, some yeah. style for the first one? Uh, no, I'm, it's I'm potentially curious. that's the case. Sometimes you get okay, start and end of the season, get your your, your big shots. The rest's pretty by the numbers. Yeah, oh, and, and that's not exclusive to just Doctor Who. Uh, a lot of no, TV shows have it's that just, problem. That one really stuck out to me because it felt like more showy than what I expect from a lot of. Uh, that, that's who. fair, um, um, but it's not like we'll I say. See. It's not a criticism. It's just it's an observation. It looked it looked good from what we could see in this episode. It's just whether it'll maintain that. Yeah, I, I yeah the, the whole crane sequence was was typically pretty good. Um, yeah, you know, grabbing the guy, him uh, having to jump, uh, Doctor then jumping to the higher crane, which is a bit more, a bit more nuts, a bit more challenging. Yes. Yeah. Um, the jokes about her legs used to be longer and about being such a long time since she's bought women's clothes and, and, and just... T- that's that's that. another thing I liked. Um, her actually going out and, you know, buying clothes in a shop rather than just having the TARDIS generate. It's the same as it's the same thing as, as why I like the screwdriver, you know, her creating it mm. herself. Well, should we be calling it screw? You know, Swiss Army knife, uh, as, as she calls it now. But not a knife because um, all idiots carry knives. Yeah, I thought that was a very... Um, intentional topical thing because of the you know the 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 knife crime in london at the moment yeah yeah um, i was thinking that line that that, that line it that, felt in character in yeah that felt like the sort of topical crack that the doctor would make to me that never stuck out to me yeah. as being like shoehorned in or anything like that no no i i think it's just because it's I, i'm so used to being like oh yeah we're not having guns i'm so you know to, to hear no 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 knives so which you don't hear that often it was like okay that's a response and that's fine i'm down for it but it, it stuck out to me yeah um, um i like the, the just the you know not just having the tardis provide it all and just you know doing it herself it's a bit different well, no i like having the tardis not be around the actual the hunt for the tardis being like and ha- having the characters having to go through at least a few of the journeys before they make the choice to stick around with her actually feels a lot more believable. Because it's kind of ridiculous how many of the characters, you know, the companions have just, just after go, one yeah, episode. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, let's go on an adventure. Yes, yeah, that sounds great. Um, that said, if someone went up to you and said, like, hey, you can go to any any time, any place, mm-hmm. you'd be like, hell yeah. Well, it depends. Do they look shady? Well, I mean, do- does the doctor usually look shady? Some look shadier than others. No, that's just true. Peter Capaldi comes up to me and says, hey, get in my blue box. I want to take you to an all-time and place. I'm like, I don't know, mate. I'm not feeling it. Yeah, no, I'll give you that one. <laughs> and Matt Smith's a bit too hipstery. I'm like, no, I don't want to be stuck in a box for you. <laughs> Let me be. A tenant or Whitaker. Tenant like, T- oh, yeah, or Whitaker, yeah. I'll, I'll maybe take a chance with those two. But has <laughs> been on the moody side. Eggerson, Eggerson looks like he might stab me. Yeah. Do you know what I was a little disappointed about in this episode? Uh-huh. And and this is gonna be sound stupid, but one of the you know the 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 big key lines from the first episode back of New Who was you know Rose going to the Doctor. It's like, why do you sound like you're from the North? And he's like, you know, every planet has a North. Yeah. I was really hoping to get a you know a return to that with you know with with all the accents going on and and. Yeah, actually, you know, her, just being like, "Oh, you're an alien." Whenever the subject of Capaldi's accent came up, there was always just he always kind of brushed it off and like, with like a joke. I thought it was kind of weird almost that, that this doctor actually referred to it as a Scottish accent uh, 
when she was at, when she when she when she was talking about oh you know the, uh, you know two hours ago I was a, I was a white haired Scottish man or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that was a bit weird, given how he kind of addressed it every time it was. That, yeah, up. I think that's just down to you know new showrunner uh, yeah. uh, changing how they address the the whole concept. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's. I mean it's kind of, it's it's a net pick in terms of continuity, I guess, in a little bit in a little way. Yeah. Or let me less continuity, more consistency, I guess. Arguably, in this because it's not it really is, a plot point as much it's, as it's. Yeah, it's it's really hard with Doctor Who to fit to be annoyed. Like it's it's the point where every time there's a new showrunner, it's almost a new show. Like this is this is as much season one as it is season eleven. Kind of, yeah. It's got a weird it's kind of kind of James Bondy in that way, which obviously is a little bit the comparison as well because the character, the actor changing, but yeah, in the sense where I know there's like one or two James Bond movies where there's some continuity that travels between actors, but for the most part, it's kind of like the history get wiped almost every time. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and it's kind so. like there's always references to oh yeah, okay, that all happened, but for the most part, clean slate, fresh start. Yeah, the real ballsy thing would be, and obviously they kind of did this when they brought Tennant back for the the, the 50th and, and stuff like that, but the real ballsy thing would, would be to like have a cameo from like a, an old companion or something like that, that and have some sort of touching moment between the current Doctor and... You, you mean like when I was just talking about how Sarah Jane Smith came back in, in, in that episode with Giles? Oh, sure, yeah. But she was ancient, though. That, was, that wasn't like two seasons ago. That was like... That's, that's where we was... Yeah, that was like what? That was season three, maybe, of the new <laughs> stuff. Yeah, so obviously they do it. I, I guess what I'm saying is, is that since I've been watching it, and since the 2005 reboot, if you will, is that it, it did kind of feel like after a certain point, you know, those companions, whatever, you know, when Tennant left and, and Davies left, those companions were gone. Now, we technically got Rose in the 50th as well, but it was like a weird ghost thing. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I don't know. But that's because Rose is locked in a, in a parallel Earth that we can't get to. Sure, sure. But are we expecting to see anyone from the last few years pop up anytime Pro- soon? Probably not. Um, oh, I thought so. I mean, I know um, Jenna Coleman's mentioned that she she she'd be down to do a little bit here or there in the future. So it's not impossible we'll see her. Yeah, so she can be. What they should do with that is have her not notice the doctor for a long time because she would never expect it's a woman and just be like. Just think it's some random person. Yeah. And then, and then no, have, like... and then have the doctor kind of pull out the screwdriver at some point, and her just be like, "What? Mm. You have changed, doctor." <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think actually the closest we've had in terms of recurrent companions over doctors is still all Moffat stuff. Is a uh, River Song. Sure, but it was, sure, but it was, well, I mean, I, when she first showed up with uh, Tennant, though, right? So that was still Davies who was yeah, writing Yeah, 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 but it was, uh, it was Moffat episodes that she showed up in. Right, okay, so he was kind of planting his own seeds for his own stuff yeah. later. Yeah. All right, okay, that makes sense. Uh, but again, that was the same person, whereas, you know, seemingly every time a new showrunner comes on, they kind of just want to wake the sleep clean thing. so they can just and, do what they and want. And that's, that's kind of just the, the, the situation, right? It's just like, that's that's... That's how it's gonna be. I feel there's a lot of stuff in Doctor Who though. You just tell me that that's the situation or that's the way it's done, and just no, accept no, it. No, no, but this here is that it's 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 like um, it's, it's almost like comic book runs. It's like yeah, you might get like references to the odd thing here or there, but a lot of the time a writer will come on and just want to do their own thing and create their own stuff and do right. Here's my story. Sure. Yeah. 
Kinda. And I feel I, I feel like Doctor Who's kind of like that. Well, they'll they'll take bits. The history's still there, but they just want to tell their own stories. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So no, I I liked it well enough. I just didn't. I'm just not gushing over it like you are. Um. Yeah. And the villain was cheesy. I'm sorry. Fight me. Uh, <laughs> I'll I have. I will. He's a cheesy villain. What do you want from me? He, 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 he was kind of sucky. All right. He was Give him sucky. shit comments. What? Which is fine. Like, I'm like the effect on the character still works for the most part. The intimidation is not quite there, but the, the what actually comes out of it, and the Doctor try to remember and having her moment and saving the guy, um, and then cri- criticizing the guy because he had no right to kick him off the crane. Um, I, and, I liked that. Yeah, oh, like, that was a nice little moment. So all the moments that come from the villain are fine. I'm just saying the villain himself, eh, he's he's a means to a plot end and, and nothing more. Yeah. In 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 the script, I agree. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Um, and that's okay. Not every villain has to hit it out the park and be this memorable thing where you're going to be like, oh, that was a, oh, that was a good villain. You remember that presence and the first time they stepped on screen and they had, you know, that big killer that face moment or, or whatever whatever villains have <laughs> yeah i just uh one thing to, 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 i liked um uh, the doctor she had, a, she had a pretty good first speech you know, you know, the, the, the docs often have a lot of speeches here or there and you know most doctors have one or two memorable good speeches yeah capaldi's um, got a few he did a couple of big speeches capaldi's got a couple of great ones yeah um but I thought this was a pretty solid first speech um, from Wicca. Uh, I will say, you know, she mentions, uh, you know, I have you know, a fair play throughout the universe, and all I could think of was Mr. Terrific. Okay, yeah. I was like, she she needs the Mr. Terrific jacket now. And there's four of them now. <laughs> there is. There's four uh, of them. I mean, she didn't know what to call them as a gang, a team, you know. Yeah, so, so Yaz so is... Why, why not we... Yaz is Phantom yeah. Girl. Obviously, uh, uh, um, I guess Rise. Gra- Graham's uh, Rex. Yeah, and then Rise Plastic Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The terrific. He's not fun enough to be Plast. Nah, nah. He he's kind he's kind of your James Marsden at this point, really, in terms of yeah, who he is. He's yeah, he's, he's, he's just a straight guy more than anything else. He's he's the uh, he's the metamorpho dog. <laughs> He's like, it's fine. He's he's cool. We'll we'll ta- we'll bring him along, but he's not adding that, that much at the minute. Not yet, not yet. Um, yeah. So now nah, was the first episode. It it uh, it had its moments. Uh, I think the characters are where it shine. But that, that's typically what I say about Doctor Who. I, I typically think the plots and the villains are the weakest parts of Doctor Who, and the characters mm-hmm. and their journeys tend to be what I enjoy more. And then sometimes it can have a lot of fun with with things. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season now, though. I'm looked at so because I feel like this being the first episode, it's almost anchored into having to be the Doctor introduction, and it set up some interesting things where it's okay, we don't have the TARDIS yet, we're sort of jumping around without it, and we're trying to find the TARDIS. So that's different as well. So that's that's some hope on that front. But I think in general, I'm looking forward to seeing how the season as a whole is handled differently by someone else with different ideas. How do they? Because I think Doctor Who for the last few seasons was getting stale because it felt like it was kind of revolving around the same kind of ideas and structure it is for a long and, time. and that's probably one of the biggest critiques i'll have of this episode is the ending cliffhanger because i got sick of this cliff this 
cliffhanger exactly under Moffat of, oh, look, they're all going to die. Like, because uh, you can't do that every episode because they're not going to die. You've got to, you got to do, you got to do something else. Um, th- this one, I'll, I'll let it off just this time, but that's it. Any more of this this season and uh, you're having problems. Hmm. I don't like that it's more of an ensemble. I like that it's not just one companion. I like that it's got a little team. Yeah. Yeah, um, more fun. So more people to play off each other. Uh, sometimes I think because, like I say, the characters playing off each other is usually what I like. And sometimes just having the two kind of limits you there a little bit. You want to have a bit more to to bounce around different combinations. Yeah. Um, but hey, so that that is the first Doctor Who episode of the season. So do let us know what you thought in the the comments below. Let me know how much you thought the villain was cheesy. Um, I'm happy to hear about it. Uh, like and subscribe. Get us on Patreon at patreoncom slash TV if you want to support the channel and everything else. Um, like I say, Car's on vacation next week, so I'll be reviewing next week's Doctor Who on my own, and then Car will be back for episode three the following week. Uh, God help you all. <laughs> hey, knowing this, it'll be the best episode ever, and I'll praise it to high heavens, and then I'll never reach that height again. So it'll, to you, it'll still sound like I'm complaining every week. But now there was that one fantastic <laughs> ten out of ten episode that you weren't here for. Yeah, yeah, that will be the case, won't it? My perfect. I know that will be the worst episode of the season, and I'm just going to tear it to shreds. Yeah, because there's there's every season has one. Uh, every Stinker. season has one episode that I hate with a passion. And again, that doesn't have to be the case. You're just accepting that it can be better than that. It cannot have no, that no, stinker. It can be, and I always hate that episode. And I w- I wish okay, I wish there wasn't that episode. That yes. this is not me accepting that. I'm just saying as a trend. I look at the last, you know, the last ten seasons, and every season I go that one. That's the episode I hate every time. So I hope that's <laughs> not there this time. I feel like we reviewed the last is, season I next week. I had like three or four like that, where I was like, these these three or four are just shit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I felt that way last season. Yeah, yeah. So fair enough. Yeah. Um, and because there was one that you really liked, there was there was that one that started off like a haunted house mystery, and I was really into it for the first like ten minutes, and then it just nosedived in quality. I like that one. It went, it went straight to the garbage heap, and you for some reason liked where it went, but even though it betrayed everything it set up at the start. Anyway, that is been Doctor Who season eleven episode one. Um, it's going to be weird getting used to seeing season eleven. There's nothing else we watched that goes up to this high a number in terms of seasons. Not yet. Not yet. I mean, some things might get there eventually. Those that those CW superhero shows might get there. <laughs> oh, oh, they will. Is it happening? Yeah, it's happening. Anyway, so that is us. So thank you very much once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla? Yeah.